This is PBE Daily Early Mornings and Late Night Podcast. My name is Point Blanky Vumbi. Thanks for taking the time to join me on yet another episode. I decided to jump into something that has been swirling around uh, in, in regards to health and safety in a bit but before i get into that i just wanted to say thank you for everybody who's been supporting the podcast i'm drawing closer and closer to a number i never thought i'd hit as quickly as i am and hey amen progression is a beautiful thing i cannot regret that fact i've been able to make headway with a bit of the work that i've been having on my plate in regards to having some of my artwork for an alphabetical job that i've been working on and there's this thing i'm loving about how I can make a certain drawing that I never thought possible before, but the tools that I have right now are so smooth and comfortable to work with that it's not a strain to make sure that the material comes out exactly how it's expected. I mean, the expectation is more or less dictated by me, and I think that's a privilege you've been having as far as the few who work in the illustrator world in Nairobi. I think some of us in animation uh, maybe have had an easy time because of the fact that we are among some leading group of firsts and i know this probably will sound like i'm trying to mock those who came before me but that is not the, the case and it may sound like i'm letting the cat out of the bag for those who are of my generation but here's the lucky thing we've had forever that those who came before us didn't have as many accesses to potentially seeing how other people do their thing we get to have it and don't have to leave the country or continent to do it i've praised the internet time and again on this podcast and i think i'll add this there as well um there are very few who take the time to experience and learn from other illustrators because other illustrators are too shy to share the ideas of what they create with the coming of existence of social platforms for people who work in the visual world models uh, photographers and also for illustrators for example the website behance is like a social network for creators across the globe they get to actually share their portfolios with one another and as a guy who's actually made business thanks to the portfolio i have on that site i think it's probably one of the coolest things that ever came to pass because I actually use my Behance account as my website uh, link when it comes to a client asking to see a portfolio of my work where I have my own source website record and I could just share the profile of my of my artwork that is in a legitimate space that actually has illustrators who work actively in the game. And another thing is when it came to say Instagram for example when Instagram really started popping illustrators from across the globe had to come up with content and in many cases some of the illustrators including one who's nominated for uh, a Sondeka award uh, Kevin Shani aka Sanari who I think is one of the best digital illustrators in the country right now if you get the chance go to the Sondeka awards and please vote for Kevin Shani his digital work is beautiful i worked hand in hand with him on uh, Madonna the Drama Queen's first album when she crowned herself the drama queen that's when we we worked on digital work together i had no clue how to paint with photoshop at the time and i got to learn how to paint with photoshop after the fact the kind of tablets i've been able to use like the one i currently use in the house and the one i use in the office it's really fulfilling that in time i've been able to even 
try keep up with the work he does and even some of the work that i'm doing for the children's book which is on his way by the way and i think once the book is out i'll, I'll have i'll ask if the author of the book would have an interview with me on this podcast so you could hear uh from a person who's a published author how they deal with internationally publishing children's books and what their aim is when they come up with the stories because the story she gave me based upon why she chose certain characters for certain roles in the book and how she created them before I illustrated them I think it's it's important to hear stuff from the perspective of writers and I hope to interview writers on this podcast as well but that's beside the point what I really wanted to touch on today is something I saw and I I immediately just got into my conspiracy bag so this is going to be a, an extreme level of speculation and conspiracy theory and i have no facts to back this all this is just the hogwash flowing in my head and i'm stone sober and it's just me trying to see things in a way that maybe you could probably correct me or maybe you'll find humor in this or it'll make you ask questions or something like that just bear with me i'd put this in, in in the other podcast but i think it doesn't belong there this is just random musing so here's my reach the current global threat that we're facing right now is the coronavirus i know little to nothing about it but all i've been told is you have to make sure that you're as sanitary as you possibly can be avoid uh social spaces that you fear that you could have uh, a health risk but that's kind of weird because every place that you walk today is a social space i mean i live in a kosher area and I work in an office space so wherever they were if they were in a matatu and they, somebody coughed at them they probably have been sick by now and I hear it is alleged that there are a couple of cases in the country as we speak and they're probably going to give us the alert I got the text message telling me the Ministry of Health will be sending information to the country and all citizens to know what to do when the disease happens and this is the conspiracy bag I went to when I went for a meeting with my partners who we intend to release a book uh, later this year hopefully or actually hopefully in the next two months or so because i think as this month we're getting closer to the middle of this month of march i'm probably going to be done with the children's book with by the time march comes to pass because right now my confidence with digital painting is better my uh, speed has greatly improved and i've found a measure that doesn't make me feel nervous when things have to be created and thank heavens for patient clients who can a accept being told no and b accept when i say it's coming well and i'm updating them every chance i get so thank god for that but this is the bag i got into when i look at the global situation as far as trade is concerned prior to the situation that is happening right now in global business every business is greatly suffering because you can't really ship in everything you can't really ship out anything you can't really travel per se so the tourism market i think especially for us as a country which and tourism is one of our biggest uh, uh businesses tourism is affected i watched one of my one of my old school like don rappers as far as the people i listened to growing up uh, sadat x said that this uh situation of the coronavirus has made it impossible for him to travel and in many cases when it comes to certain rappers who a are from the old school or they work in the independent field being on tour is how they truly make their bread and butter and since the situation has been made clear that in certain countries it that the coronavirus is taking victims and it's leading to quarantine in certain areas they 
are finding it impossible to be able to travel to do business. And think about it this way. I, I know some friends of mine who are truly excited to be part of this one big uh, music collective concert and event known as South by Southwest. They're going to miss out on that. And add that to the whole idea of the fact that the whole situation with the American election, and this is why I said I'm reaching the fact that nobody attacks a president in a time of war or nobody attacks a leader in a time of crisis is something that led to this rabbit hole that is probably not a rabbit hole. It's just like a, like a step down into the sewer. But <laughs> it, here's my thinking. I watched a clip when I went to see my friends on the news and the news said that and maybe I saw the wrong thing because I was I had one beer after four, five weeks of not having a beer. So maybe I was buzzed when I saw this. But it claimed that the last uh, victim of the Ebola, of Ebola had just been released and they're okay. And then I said, thinking like, wait, do these epidemic level diseases have a relay race where they pass the baton to each other as time goes by? Uh, the CDC... I'm not, I'm not even had any information or maybe I'm not even looking for it as far as what the CDC has to say about these diseases. And how is it affecting or the, is the source place, the country that is of the biggest threat to trade to the United States of America and the biggest rival in the global uh, expansion of a country's power and influence? How is it that since many materials that come from the Chinese side of the world that are actually made in cheap labor that are supposed to be used in the United States. How come the material is in these specific towns where most of the industries that American businesses have are based? Again, I'm reaching no true research based behind it, but here's one supremely dimwitted. I think it's kind of stupid, but it's, 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 a, it's a major hypothetical. What if this is a way to justify American companies now looking to, into themselves to hire labor from within the country and make the country be successful and produce its own material at the time? Or what if this is a way for the country which is known as China, which is normally looked at as the one place where people don't have the freedoms they require and human rights are always being abused. And this leader who is constantly under attack is allowing this disease. Again, these are alleged. I'm just reaching for nothing that actually exists. There's no information behind this. I'm just making assumptions from nothing, of which I'm sure will probably be disproved in a quick time. What if it's a way to get the country to mobilize behind fighting something that is destroying every person in China? What if? On either side of these two superpowers, it could be seen as a way to get their people to get it together and mobilize themselves behind a person they don't want in power. A reach, but let's consider it. But now what about the rest of the world? Well, in regards to the rest of the world, what's to stop countries like ours which have leaders who always need a distraction from us for a distraction for us to not really question what they're doing wrong because they tend to do plenty wrong and 
what if this is just another way for them to continue with their agenda and make us look like fools at the end of the day because here we are running around uh, worrying about something that probably isn't here but some people also get successes and make gains by claiming something is here I mean it could be here when I said alleged, I remember bumping into one person who said there have been cases and they're taking care of it. And I've been taking extra measures to make sure that I keep my hands clean and all that. But what if? It's it's a major what if. And it's, it's, it's a concerning what if because, and I, I think I'll probably make an episode of this much, much later. I fear sometimes that in a very long time across the globe, we've not really been told the news we've been told a take of what the news could be and that's blanket of news sources across the globe it's all opinion pieces or editorial notes turned into an expanded piece of literature and Again, that probably puts dispersions on even the media companies I've had the privilege of working with, and one of them, which I am working with. But when I come to the contributions I make on these shows or on their particular platforms, it's based off of things that I actually know, and I always bring them up in the sense of how I understood them, and then I leave it open for translation to those who will find the pieces of information within what I say to better understand what they are specifically looking for. To impose an opinion on something or someone doesn't really further that which needs to be done. And for me to draw conclusions and write them in stone without being open to the possibility of me being wrong is also something I take very, very seriously. I'm the last person to claim I have all the answers. I am the last person to claim that I have a full grip of what the world is all about but I do have to admit that I get concerned with the extent that have been taken all the steps that have been taken to make it impossible to have hope or to have uh, your mind made up and be relaxed that things are going according to plan and that somebody is taking my best interest and putting it to heart I'm I'm optimistic of everything, but I do keep my eye open for the potential of things going wrong. And it's why I always think worst case scenario first. And when things go right, I'm happy for it. And I get, and I get to better enjoy when things go right. It's always a game of pros and cons with me, uh, be it in how I treat my heart, be it in how I treat my work, be it in how I treat my craft. Uh, I obsess over small details and I obsess over the potential of something being put in a way that probably doesn't affect you directly, but it's in a way trying to pass dispersions against another force. And I remember having made those mistakes before because there's a time I used to very actively get on on twitter and just spew words following what has been said by somebody before me also what has been said by somebody who prior to me was putting the material out and when i was called out on it i realized that i'm following a wave without really taking the time to ask myself questions it's like when i say i want to ask a question but the first thing i do is google before i ask anybody in person because even Google can lie. 
at times because everybody gets access to it and like everybody gets access to putting information up and as time goes by when i think about all these health risks that we have and all these crises that we keep on facing and even when they were mentioning this idea of the global warming and the effect it actually has on health because i can believe in the idea of say the coronavirus because it was once mentioned randomly i think in the news i, I came across it randomly but it was, i think it was mentioned in the news that it was alleged that with all these ice caps melting and the different carcasses and corpses that are probably trapped inside those ice cold waters with that water which is now the remaining small amounts of water in the water supply as they flow into different parts of the world carrying those which were diseases in the past which probably were never really diagnosed because they probably happened thousands and thousands of years before and were the source of death for certain people in certain parts of the world or certain animals in certain areas of the world and now with that water flowing into certain areas and that going into the soil and into the plants and into the and potentially maybe it's the water being taken by the different animals that turn into carcasses that we end up eating what's to stop us from finding a disease that we've never really experienced before that happened to have been on this earth prior to that and since we don't have documentation from those times because we can't really read the writings on the walls who's to say everything seems to be spinning off to the next thing i mean like say for example the tap water that i get or the water that i get to use for showering and all that some of it sometimes comes off brown and i can't use that to make the drinking water I like to boil I'll probably have to buy drinking water and I know many people are asking themselves now why I don't buy drinking water because I'm like I'm still old fashioned I mean the sulfuria still works I can still boil my own drinking water having gotten sick because of that but as time goes by I think we adapt accordingly and even in the case of what I've just mentioned in the case of global warming I feel sometimes the 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 way some areas of the world which are tragically uh, affected by uh natural disasters such as uh, tornadoes and and floods and and tsunamis and all these things it's almost as if the planet itself being the living organism that it is is making these things happen for the sole purpose of rejuvenating certain areas to start bettering themselves naturally as that side gets taken care of the other sides get to adapt accordingly to make sure they fix themselves so one hand washes the other and again i know i began this episode by saying i'm speculating on a lot of these things but it's how sometimes my mind tries to rationalize that which it comes across and this by far is the most random episode i've ever created so bear with me chaps i'm just spewing ideas out and seeing to what extent i may be close to something and also i think sometimes when i make this kind of episodes it leads to people telling me what they actually pick up from it and they can actually help me pull myself out of the gutter and find the right uh, conclusions to draw and a better way to see the world but with that being said i'd like to call this episode to a close do be careful out there do take great care of yourselves if you're in nairobi this week on friday there will be a boombox ladies night special we've got a couple of djs coming into rock of course dj cash is going to be representing one of my favorite female djs in the country dj redbone is also going to be playing um 
we got a performance act who's also going to be rocking the stage. And as these different acts hold it down, a very good friend of mine, a very valued friend of mine is also going to be on the stage as the hype person and the, or the hype lady or the chief rocker for the night. And her name is Ecstatic. She's one of the greatest rappers I've ever gotten to see or hear. And she's one of the best female rappers I've ever come across in my entire existence. I'm proud to call her my friend and I'm proud to call her an ally in all things that I try to venture into. And there'll be a live performance by a recording artist in country and she's also a person who speaks for the generation of young performers and i think if you take the time to go check her out you're going to see exactly why boombox is a show that actually pushes the envelope to make sure the world is a better place for it so be safe out there if you get to party this weekend come party with the people this weekend and have a great time with us my name is point blanky and until next time oh no mm-hmm.